So we'll record that so they can watch it. All right, so let's start here with a little bit of vocabulary. So what do you call, you know, it's like a, a company, you know, right? But it's like the legal word for a company, you know, and they can, many times they're, they're public, sometimes they're private, right? And there's, it's like an entity, like a person, but not like an individual, a human, but an organization. Institution. It can be institu institution. That's more, more general. This one is more, it's like a company that does business. Um, that acts corporation corporation yes so a corporation you know is um yep like an entity right like a company you know and um, it's all uh, companies or just a bigger company well you know it's it has it's a specific type of, of co uh, company that that is incorporated and that the the process of incorporation is when a company becomes like corp means like body like corpus Right, something so it's like a body. So it becomes a legal entity, meaning it has rights like a person. Okay. And um and it's recognized in the law. So company, it's not a legal word, but corporation is a legal kind of uh status. And it's not depends how many employees they have or turnover. Mm. Not really. I mean, technically they say that it's um that it's like big, right? But you can have a, a small corporation, you know, you know, and, you know, so, but yeah, technically people, when they hear corporation, you're right. There is the idea that is, that it's big. Yeah, right? Because Czech Republic, when you say corporation, I uh, uh, imagine some big company, non-flexible company. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's in, in modern, like in everyday kind of language, that's what people think. But okay. technically, you know, you can go, you you can go and go with a lawyer, sign some papers, and incorporate a company, you know, by yourself. You just need to have a few friends that will be like on the board and a few positions. But you know, technically, you can at least in the United States. Okay. So, so great. Welcome, welcome, Geoffrey. How are you? Hello, guys. Hi. How are you today? Yeah, fine. Thank you. Great, great. We just started, Geoffrey, so no worries. Um, so here we're talking about corporations. Now, if you want to get like, this is a, a noun, you want to make this into an adjective, something that describes something else. What would the adjective be? So something... Corporate. Yeah, exactly. Corporate. Corporate. Okay, and here this um this a right here is is si it's like a silent, so it sounds like a uh, corporate. It's not corporate, but corporate. Okay, so what combinations can you use with corporate? So let's see, everyone can think of something. Okay, corporate, blah blah blah. Okay, so let's see, maybe um maybe Martin, you can start. I actually have zero idea corporates. Hmm. No idea. No idea. Okay, you can you can you can pass. You know, no worries. You can pass. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we can come back to you later. Maybe you'll have an idea then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Ferry, any ideas? Uh, corporate model. A corporate model, right? A corporate business model. It's different from last week. We talked about startups. The corporate model is different from the startup model. Good. 
Pavel, any ideas? Corporate policy. Policy, yes, great. Like the rules, the regulations, the policy, very nice. Enrico? Corporate functions. Oh, functions, great, exactly. Functions like you can, you can do. Those are functions, very nice. Okay, Geoffrey? Um, maybe corporate behavior. Behavior, exactly how you act. Okay, perfect. And Martin, any, any other ideas? Mm. Like how the something that is part, let's say, like the language and the the traditions and the customs. Oh, corporate culture. Culture, yes, yeah. exactly. Corporate culture. It's all. It's a culture, right? The corporation. It's like a culture. Okay, so all of these, we're going to talk about this, right? And what would you call, uh, like a type of um type of language that is um, only used in a specific industry. The jargon? Yes, exactly. Jargon. Okay. Yeah, jargon, jargon. I think we borrowed it from the French, right? So that's a, but I think a lot of languages have uh, the same word, right? In, uh, I think Czech has it, jargon, right, also? Yes. Or slang. Yeah, okay. Nice. Do you have something similar like this in Italian, uh, Enrico? No, different sound. Different. I see. <laughs> I see. Great. Very good. Yeah. So, yeah, jar jargon. We, we're going to talk about jargon, okay? Which is the specific language that for um, an industry, right? So even even native speakers, you know, for example, people, you know, Americans who, you know, sometimes they hear this you know, some of these terms, some of these words from the medical industry or from the, you know, financial world that they don't understand. Like, oh, what, what does that mean? I don't know. That's because it's jargon, right? So we're going to look at the, look at the PDF that I've put in the, in the, in the chat for you. And we're going to start with this. Okay. What is corporate speak or corporate jargon? So try to define it, try to give a definition. Can you give examples of it? Okay. And do you or your colleagues use it? Okay. Think of specific words that, you know, you use in your company or in your industry. Okay. So um, good. And it doesn't have to be in English. It can also be in, you know, because we have jargon and you know, in different languages as well. So here it's just generally. Um. Good. I'm not sure if I can relate without having any job, full-time job ever. Yeah, or or you could talk about maybe, or at school, you know, you have, you have academic jargon too, maybe. Mm, okay. So that, that, that could work. Okay, good, good, good. So join your partner or partners for this uh, activity. Everything is going well, but it's so hot in this period. Very, many, very hot. How many? Very, very hot. Yes. Today, Rome, forty-two degrees. Forty-two and, degrees. Yes, and it's too much for us. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like to be in Texas, David. Yeah, for me, it's normal. For me, it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> no, do, do you have AC? 
like in most places, like air conditioning. Yes, yes, sure. I see. Yeah, it's necessary. It's necessary. I don't have AC, but uh, I'm spending time with the close the what is it jalousy or oh, the, the blinds <laughs> blinds <laughs> yeah but uh, i i live in an old uh, house and we have the big walls and it, I that see. is 24 degrees okay <laughs> i think so good insulation yeah 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 <laughs> okay nice 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 very good so let's let's start here you know um so enrico what would be um corporate jargon or corporate speak uh, for example, corporate jargon is a language that uh, people use in a business context. Yes. And uh, everybody uh, use the same work uh, uh, and uh, they understand altogether. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And uh, maybe Pavel can give us maybe some examples and think of some examples, Enrico. Uh, also, so maybe Pavel, what are some examples of corporate jargon? Oh, in my business, we had a lot of corporate jargon because uh, we use the marketing sales jargon. We had a lot of shortcuts like AGI, uh, it, uh, PE project expensive, uh, PMAM. Uh, it's like a project manager, account manager, a uh, lot of. Lot of jargons are there, and when I start do business here, I was so so confused, and I don't understand that people what they want to say. <laughs> yeah, these are you can call them acronyms. Acronyms, yes, yes, yes. It's like shorter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are a lot. Of, those are good examples of different acronyms. Um, anything else, Enrico, that you can think of? And other, for example, ASAP, as soon as possible. Exactly. Or TBD to be defined. Yes. Or, for example, uh, some uh, sentences like uh, uh, think out of the box. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Those are things that are just, you know, very, you know, very exclusive to the business community. Yes. Corporate culture. Good. Or, for example, another one is on the same page. On the same page. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah, those are good examples. Great. So we're going to talk about that later on. But maybe now talk about your colleagues and your experience, like Pavel said, that he was confused in the beginning, and you know, share some some experiences. Okay. Okay. Mumbra. Um, they, they like uh, using buzzword in uh, in meeting, like uh, time to market mm -hmm. or synergy. <laughs> I saw mm -hmm. I saw that in the PDF. I I, I often heard it uh, in in meeting. Good, good, good. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Martin, you want to go next or you know, continue? Um, yeah, I think we move to the third question. Do you or your colleagues use it? Um, I think Ferry said that they use the corporate speech a lot uh, in their company. Like he mentioned that when uh, they want a pay rise in the firm that they that the company mentions that the targets weren't met or something like this and it's an example of corporate speak speech yeah yeah 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And what about you? I mean, are you in the part of any community, like let's say the gaming community or the AI community? Are there any are there any um jargon there? Because I know you're studying AI and marketing and kind of a combination of all that, right? Mm, not that much marketing. It's more about the human mind and mm. the use of AI to studies and like model it. Yeah. Okay. Are there any any words that you can think of, you know, maybe that are jargon that's re that's directly related to that industry? Not necessarily. I only mentioned like an example of a YouTube short, like where some lady asks the corporate man uh, some advice on how to use the corporate jargon. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned the example of like, uh, a company giving too much work on one person because one of them was fired and the corporate man said like the uh, long-term solution for this issue isn't a reflection of the company's values or something like this like it's so complicated instead right. of saying it simply yeah. yeah yeah exactly i mean you see a lot of that uh you see like nlp natural language processing mm, yeah you know, yeah the uh agi artificial general intelligence, right? That's mm -hmm. different from the narrow um, AI. Um, yeah, so you do have a lot of these. Great, 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 perfect. And uh, Ferry, any 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 other comments about corporate jargon or anything related to this? Uh, when I think about the past, uh, what I saw, I often um, saw that our CEO use uh, the jargon only in the cases uh, where uh, the company was dropping. Oh. <laughs> in negative situations. Yes, in negative situations. So in this in these kinds of uh, events, I couldn't understand because the words uh, the CEO was using, it was misleading me and uh, mm -hmm. I didn't understand the phrases. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they can, they can be used in those situations, you know. Um, so yeah, sometimes they, they are used to mislead uh, people or to hide some things, right? We're going to talk about that later. So very good, everyone. Let's go back to the main one. All right, everyone. So welcome back to the main main room. Let's get a couple, a little, a little bit of feedback from- I have a question. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I mean, is it always good to use the corporate talk as a corporation? Like when Ferry was talking about the company, when there was something wrong, like they would use the corporate speech. But I mean, others would sense or feel or be used to hearing the corporate speech when something was wrong. So it's like kind of a revelation in the sense. So. Yeah. Yeah, it can. It can. <laughs> You're right. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about that as we move forward because, you know, the, some, like you said, some people say that it's getting a little bit out of hand. There's there are too many, right. too many things Yeah, it's changing, you know, like NLP sure. about that, you know, it's natural language processing in the AI world, but NLP is also neuro-linguistic programming. So you talk to some psychologists and some people about psychology, say NLP, oh yeah, neuro-linguistic neuro programming. You talk mm -hmm. to an IT person, no, 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 it's natural language processing, same acronym, different definitions, right? right. So 
it's it's these are the so some people think it's too much and we need to kind of stop with all of these uh you know specific terms other people say that it's good that it's helps make it more efficient you know so we're, we're definitely going to talk so that's a good 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 point so mm -hmm. uh, um we'll definitely go deeper into that very good and maybe Pavel, do you want to do you want to share something from your conversation uh we talked about uh it's uh funny because Every this kind of uh, jargons are in the English, and we uh, bring it to our uh, language. Uh, it's uh, it's funny. Maybe for you, David. I don't know if you understand or not. Sometimes uh, I think maybe you. It for you, it's better than for us, or it's this still jargon when I say, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, uh, AGI, mm. you know, yeah. or not? yeah, 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 like artificial general intelligence. Okay, <laughs> in our companies, mean something different. Oh, that's okay. But uh, um, for me, it's a main point to understand uh, when I speaking to somebody. And if I notice they he don't understand me, I don't use that uh, words or uh, jargons, and I try to speaking in uh, natural language. Right, right, yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of um, confusion there because, like you said, AGI. What does it mean in your company? It's a kind of the turnover. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, uh, agency. I don't know <laughs> still because <laughs> I, I don't know why we don't use turnover because uh, my company is special for to find another synonym for uh, basic words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The synonyms. Great. Yeah, those are good ideas. Very good, Pavel. And uh, maybe from the other group, we can ask, uh, let's see, maybe Geoffrey, tell us about Something yeah, interesting. Just, uh, I want to say I agree with pa with Pavel. Uh, in my company, it's uh, all buzzwords are often in English too. Yeah, they are picked from English, so I don't know if uh, English guy are specialist uh, in uh, corporate speak, but it's funny. And uh, yes, uh, with uh, uh, with the other guy, we try to to define uh, what could be corporate speak. So from our comprehension. Uh, uh, it refers to specialized language on phrases commonly used in corporation or simply in business, I think. Which includes uh, a lot of buzzwords or acronyms. And um, I think it was very uh, told about uh, um, uh, an experience with this CEO, which... Uh, who were who was often used those buzzwords uh, during negative situation? Exactly. Yeah. 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 We're gonna talk about that um, later. You know where it's it's used. You can use it in a lot of different contexts. So it's very good. So the next the next uh, great great feedback there, and you know the next activity here we have some sentences. So you'll you'll work with the partner here and your know, one person will read the the sentence and will try to explain the word here 
the the bold word or expression right here. Here's an expression, you know, and and maybe look at the context and try to guess. If you don't know, don't worry. You know, it's not a it's no problem. But but yeah, the context will tell you more or less what it means. Okay, and of course, if you have experience with this with this word, or if you your boss uses it, or if you use it, or if your company uses it a lot, you know, like um, like Paul and Joffrey were saying, you know, sometimes it is a company culture thing. Like the boss uses it, so everyone uses it, you know, and so it's um, it is a very interesting development there. And sometimes it is like sectors, right? Like if uh, Elon. Elon Musk uses all this word a lot. Then you know everyone in that sector, everyone who follows him, or will start using it. So, um, but yeah, just go through the sentences and try to explain in your own words and comment on the expressions here. Okay, um, and let's see, we can do perfect. Okay, great. So join your partner for this one. Right. So I think Enrico should be coming in. But <laughs> we can, uh, yeah. And sometimes he gets disconnected um, for some reason. I don't know. But um, oh, let, let's start. Let's start, Geoffrey. Okay. Okay, great. Oh. Great. So you can start. You can read uh, maybe A. Yes. Okay. So let's focus on levering the synergy between our marketing and sales teams to drive higher conversation rates. Uh, conversion rates. Conversion rate. And it's uh, um, leveraging. Leveraging. Leveraging, yeah. So what uh, do energy means? Of, uh, yeah, I, I know even in French, even in French, I have some difficulty to explain it uh, each time. Um, uh, it's uh, when you when you want to get benefits from two two things. I think uh, if you if you add uh, it's like uh, if you add one plus one, you you, you should get three and not two. Uh, I don't know how to explain more. Yeah, that's connected. That that's connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely. Any ideas, Enrico? What's synergy? Uh, the cooperation of uh, with others, uh, with uh, with others, exactly. Yeah, synergies. Yes, it's your cooperation or where yeah, the good feeling uh, with others. Exactly. Yeah, when people work together to achieve a, a result. Okay, that's synergy. Kind of working together, collaboration. You know, making maximizing, like you were saying, uh, Joffrey, maximizing the results. Good, good, good. And uh, Enrico, maybe the next one. We have been working on this project for a while, and I think it's time to get some new eyes on on it. Let's bring in, in the design team and get a fresh perspective. Uh, to get some new eyes on, it means that uh, new people should, should involve in the project. Yeah, they should be involved. Good, yeah. In order to have new ideas, 
new vision. Exactly. New ideas, new vision, fresh perspective or input, right, from different people. So you want to get input a lot. So fresh, fresh eyes. Get some fresh eyes or get some new eyes on it. Good. Okay, awesome. So continue here, uh, Geoffrey, and I'll yep. begin with the other group. So our new marketing... On the top. Yes. Take you on the top. Or can it... I uh, mean, uh, indicator? No. Which one are you discussing? Move the Move needle. The needle. Okay. Yeah. okay. So think of, think of a, a, a gas tank. Empty. And the needle moves to... Right. Okay. To full. Yeah, it's mean like uh, smooth. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Or to, uh, to, let's say here, our marketing campaign, it needs to move the needle so that we can make money. So it means to, to increase market share, become more successful. Take us to the top or yeah. some increase money. Okay. Just to make significant, like to make uh, progress, right? Mm, okay. Progress, achieve results, you know, so right. move the needle means to improve pretty much. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, my turn. Uh, the this market research report is quite complex. Uh, let's take some time to unpack this data and analyze the key findings. Mm -hmm. Um, to analyze, maybe. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh yes. Uh, there's a analyze word. Okay, so to maybe. Uh, Imagine like you unpack, like let's yeah. say you look at uh, like a suitcase, you unpack it so you take things. One by one. Yeah, exactly. So can I use load? Yeah, maybe, yeah, you can load or maybe unload. Unload mm -hmm. or kind of unpack or... Let's see. Anybody else have some ideas? Mm, unveil, but not really. It's kind like of. yeah, kind of unveil. So or check or uh, review, review. That's a good one. Yeah. So the break the the best one would be breakdown. Mm -hmm. Breakdown. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about Going tear, tear apart, but I'm not sure if that fits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's say you have a very complex thing. And then you break it down. So say, okay, let's analyze this. Let's examine this part. Let's mm -hmm. simplify it. Let's unpack it. It's like going deeper. Going deeper, but like deconstruct in a way. Uh -huh. mm. yeah. You know. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Okay. Please great. finalize your task by the end of the day and ping me. I will review it and cycle back to discuss any revisions tomorrow. And Pink. then circle, circle back. C circle back. Pink me is like a notice or uh, uh, yes or not. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, and circle back, it's like uh, I will prepare my feedback and we will discuss it about it. Mm, okay. I, I will review it and uh, thinking about it and prepare some feedback. Yeah. yeah, Can yeah. I respond? Respond. It could be, you know, or 
we'll circle back, meaning like I will do it and then we will to it. So yeah, I'll review it and then tomorrow we will get back. Get back, yeah, get back or return to the topic or we'll uh, re uh, speak about it again or we'll, you know, return to the discussion. Right. And yeah, and ping me, it's kind of, yeah, you, you write it. So notice me, let me know, contact me, reach out to me, let me know. Right. It was from the tech world. You know, they started using ping me and now everyone uses it. Okay. Great. 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 Uh, next one. Mm -hmm. Before we make any investment decisions, we need to drill down into the financial statements and analyze the revenue breakdown by the product by product category. Okay. To drill down. Isn't it similar to unpack? So like breakdown, analyze, review. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I'm examining. It does have some specific elements, but the focus is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So uh, unpack means deconstruct, like simplify, you know, whereas drill down means go deeper. Right. You know, drill, yeah, drill down. So it the, the outcome, the result is the same because it's about understanding it more. Right. And it's, it is analyzing, you know, uh, specific aspects. So it is, um, it does have similarities. But the focus is a little bit different, but you're right. The mm -hmm. very, very similar. Okay, so about one more minute and um yep. if you want to go for it. Yeah. That uses actually using the those words, especially during uh team meeting. Ah, okay. But not uh, not me. I'm not I'm not really uh, it depends. In fact it depends, but are are you done with all of them? Yes. Yeah. Now, what which one is your 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 favorite one? Let's see, Enrico. Which one? Or which ones do you use here? Uh, but for example, uh, to get some new eyes on. Hmm. Yeah, that was good. I like that one. I like that. Get new. Let's get I think that it's a good approach uh, when you work uh, on the same project for a long time. Exactly. Yeah, get some different perspectives, get some uh, different input. So that's good. And Geoffrey, which ones do you use? Um, I often use uh, the E, so ping me. Mm. Uh, and circle back, not really. Uh, but yeah, I'm using feedback instead. I will yeah. give you my feedback. And unpack also, the D. Okay. Yeah, yeah unpack. That's a, that's, a, that's a good one. Okay, awesome. So we'll we'll go back to the main one, main one, and you'll choose some of these. All right, everyone. Okay, so let's double check because I want to make sure that we we know these words. Okay, so basically, just you don't have to read the whole sentence. Just choose one of the expressions and explain it. You know, in a, in a short way. You know, and then I'll I'll give also a few other, you know, a little bit more input and a little you know uh, explain those words a little bit more. Okay, so Pavel, which one do you want to explain? Uh, first one, Synergy, it's like uh, symbiosis, like name of my company. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, working together. Right. Yeah. Working together. Synergy. Everyone works together for a common result. Great. Perfect. Then Martin. 
you're muting. Oh, yeah, I think you're on mute. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll take the E, so the ping me. That's basically like, let me know, contact me. Exactly. Yeah, ping me. Yeah. Yes, that one that comes from the tech world. You know, um, all these, uh, you know, and then, but now it's part of the corporate speak. So ping is an official word, but it started with the tech guys. Right. So that's true. But mm -hmm. it's also in gaming, I think, like there are pings. Yeah. Like you ping someone, like yeah. give him some warning or some information, like something's up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in the whole uh, gaming world, in the forums, in the, you know, messaging and the different, you know, uh, you know, virtual world. It's very, very used. Yeah. So ping me. Good one. Uh, let's see. Geoffrey? Uh, the G don't have the bandwidth. Um, so it means I can't, I can't take uh, another task. I'm too busy. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's too much. I don't have the bandwidth. So that also comes from uh, the tech world, especially like the internet. So the band is like, you got frequencies in the band. So the bandwidth is how wide the band is. Right. So I don't have the bandwidth. It means it's too much for me. I don't have the capacity. So that's a good one. Okay, great one. Bandwidth. I don't have the bandwidth. Perfect. And a ferry. Uh, for example, drill down. Mm -hmm. Is it similar to analyze or examine something uh, deeper? Exactly. Yeah, go deeper into something. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, analyze it, examine it in detail. Good. Perfect. Enrico. Uh, circle back hmm. to return uh, to you uh, to discuss uh, something. Exactly. Exactly. Return to a topic. We'll circle back. It means we'll come back to it later. Let's circle back tomorrow. Let's talk about it tomorrow. We use that a lot. Good. Good. Very nice. Uh, back to Pavel. Another one. Uh, I'm not sure if somebody didn't talk about it. Is move to the needle? Oh, we haven't yet. That's... Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> which wasn't. <laughs> we still have uh, move the needle, unpack. Oh. Um, you know, yeah. Or get some new eyes on it. You still don't uh, have. Yeah. Uh, move to the needle. It's mean like make a profit. Uh, the, the move the needle to the good numbers. <laughs> exactly. You have to make progress to improve, to move the needle, right? That's a good one. Okay. Uh, Martin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll take the unpack. So it's basically break apart or break down and focus on like singular components in this case. Exactly. And unpack that. Break it down to understand it better. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. Awesome, very nice. And Geoffrey, we have get some new eyes on it. Or ping. Uh, oh, did we have ping me? Yeah, okay. Get some new eyes on it. Um get some new eyes on it. Uh it means um we need another a new um, a new opinion. Uh so fresh eye. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, new perspective, a new opinion, a point of view. That's exactly. Yeah, some new input. That's a good one also. Awesome. I think we covered all of them. Did we cover ping me? Yeah. We did. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Awesome. So I think we covered all of these. Very good.
So now um, we're going to watch about a minute here. And instead of stopping it, we're going to watch it through. And we will look at, uh, you know, some of these sentences that are missing words. So we'll read these um, these right now so that we know what word is missing here. Okay. And um, all right. So let's see. We have uh, Ferry. Do you want to read A? Corporate speak is made up of empty phrases, awkward metaphors, and... And something. Good. We'll, we'll see what it is. Okay, Enrico? Corporate speak can your mistakes and being not good at your job. Exactly. Can something for your mistakes. Good. Okay, and um, let's see. Back to Pavel. Business speak enters the workspace because people at the top, blah, blah, blah and then repeat it and reiterate it. Yeah, re reiterate. Reiterate. Good. Does everyone know what reiterate means? I don't know. No. Saying in different words. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like summarize and repeat at the same time, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's like repeating the same idea, but with different words, like in a different mm -hmm. format, in a different uh, way. Good, 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 good. Perfect, Pavel and uh, Martin. What about D? Mm -hmm. The task of the good workplace jargon is to be familiar enough, but also something enough. Okay, exactly. Familiar enough, but also blah, blah. Okay, so here we're going to watch and then you'll fill this out and then also comment on these. Okay, so let's, let me pull this up here. And then- Energy. Okay, good. So let's see. And let's put subtitles here and let's watch. Synergy, synergy, not a team or a family. I like that. Let's get some new eyes on that. This should move the needle for us. No, let's unpack this. Let's unpack. Ping me and I'll circle back. Hey, gang, let's drill down some details. Right now, I just don't have the bandwidth. Corporate speak is a slippery slope full of empty phrases and clunky metaphors and acronyms. So, Lisa, I want the, uh, the KPIs, the ROI, and the BLT, please. Part cliche, part buzzword, it can cover up mistakes and being no good at your job. A lot of the time, it is the people at the top whose jargon or, or business speak is the one that is then taken on board and repeated and reiterated, and it kind of enters into the daily um, workplace language. A survey by Office Max NZ shows we are fed up with moving forward on the same page, touching base, reaching out, outside the box. These definitely need to be retired. There's always a tension with language. You want to be innovative and you want to put your own spin on the word you use. But at the same time, you don't want to be so much out there that people don't understand what you're saying. And so the, the task, you know, of, the, of a good workplace jargon is to be familiar enough to be understood but also to be novel enough to resonate in a kind of a real and authentic way. Okay, good. So here, join your partner for this. See if you can, uh, if you remember those words. If you don't, you know, what words are missing. If not, think of what um, what could go there. Okay. So join, and then when you're done, you know, maybe try to uh, you know, discuss the sentences. Okay, what if you agree, if you disagree, 
if you have experience with any of this, you know, if you resonate with any of this would be good. Okay, so let's get a new partner here. Okay, and um, great, great, great. So let's, um, let's do this. and buzzwords i think or acronyms yeah acronyms yeah acronyms okay i mean buzzwords too of course um it also meant but i think they said empty phrases awkward metaphors and acronyms is what they said okay good next one yep. uh corporate speak can i think Mm. Which one? Ampeg? Mm. No. Anyone know? What? What is this? Can? Cover face. Yeah. Feels like cover. Mask. cover face. Say cover up. Cover up. It can cover up your mistakes, right? Okay, it can cover up your mistakes and being no good at your job, right? <laughs> so how can that, let's talk about some examples maybe, because this one we need to unpack this this uh, this sentence. So how kind can- of hypocrisy. <laughs> you know, kind of. So let's say if someone cover up your mistakes as in like, oh yeah, well, you know, how about, let's check the, the WTZ and then get back to me to make sure the ROI meets with the AZL. And then later on, we can look at the M, M, J, F, you know, uh, you know um, how can that cover up your mistakes and being no good at your job? Because nobody understands you, and <laughs> that sounds like you understand <laughs> what you think. <laughs> you always have uh, excuses. Wow, and everyone's like, oh, wow, he's an expert. He's an expert. He, I, I don't know what that means, so he's smarter than me. He's smarter because he understands it, and I don't, so he's an expert. You know, And that's it. That's A lot of people do that you know, in the, in the workplace. Very good. So that's like cover up your mistakes and being no good at your job. So continue maybe with C and D. Okay. And I'll check in with the other group. I think it, it's, it's refers to, to something like, um, they are introduced by the boss and then, uh, all the people in the, in the in the in the company try to repeat and rep replicate the mm -hmm. the way to speak the business speak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people. So the word that they used. Did you catch the word they used for that? So it's the same one as the people at the top. They use it or they take it aboard. Exactly. We were just discussing it. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they take, take it on board. They take it on board 
meaning they they use it on board or aboard on on uh, on board yeah oh on board you could say take it aboard you could say take take it aboard as well oh, okay they used on board on but they're board. both right mm -hmm. exactly yeah it starts from the top the people at the top start using it and then and then everybody under them they start repeating it and reiterating it and then it becomes part of the jargon mm -hmm. right great what about the last one yeah, the last one I remember, it's novel. Good. What is yeah. that novel? Novel? Mm, it can mean something that's still interesting or exciting to use. Something new, still new. Yeah. So it's hey. not boring. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So which ones of these would you like to, um, to comment on, Geoffrey? You can talk about you know, how corporate speak can cover up your mistakes. If you say, oh yeah, hey, check the, the WZP to make sure that the FBJ is correct. And then later on, we'll, you know, you know, we'll analyze the ROI to make sure the- Oh yeah, BRB. The BRB, yeah, you know. It's BRB. Just, this. How can I, um, that cover up your mistakes? Yeah. It's funny because I, I'm not really comfortable with all the, the business words like KPI, uh, OKR. Mm. And I often heard them. It's funny. Right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You know, and um, exactly. It can be like you know, when people hear that, they say, oh, wow, uh, he's, he's very smart. He knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, so, it's like a halo effect, <laughs> right? So it's like, oh wow, and they feel stupid, and they don't want to ask questions. So they're like, okay, he knows it, I don't, so he's smart, so he's the expert. <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, so Martin, which one would you like to, you know? Yeah, I would say the D, the fourth one. It's uh, still interesting for me. I mentioned the example for the YouTube Shorts guy and the girl who took. The, the corporate jargon and even though i don't like work at the corporation it's still interesting to see like how do they speak right and it's still novel and it keeps it interesting exactly exactly mm -hmm. everyone wants to be okay very good so let me give let's write down in the chat the answer so if you know it just tell me what is the answer for number one Acronyms. acronyms acronym like api roi that's an acronym good and num and b to cover up yeah, to cover up is to hide right to cover up the mistakes cover up you know your incompetence some people you know uh, use this to cover up their incompetence what a, mm -hmm. what about c taking on take it on board on board yeah, so they take it on board means they use it. So the, the the CEOs take this this jargon, this work uh, business speak or corporate speak on board, meaning they use it, and then everyone repeats it under them. Okay, and the last one D, it is novel. Novel, good. Which means a new right. So that's the thing, you know. Uh, People want, you know, the, the, the real challenge it says has to be familiar so that everyone understands, but also new and cool because human beings are human beings and they always want uh, this, okay? 
And they are good. So, um, so right now we're going to go to a new conversation. Okay. New conversation here. Um, and ooh, let's see, you can see my screen. Good. So, you know, so talk, you know, discuss these questions right here. So what acronyms do you use? What do they mean? Is it better to use an acronym, acronym instead of a full phrase? If so, why? Some people love acronyms. Some people don't, right? Some countries do, some countries don't, right? So talk about that. And do any of your colleagues overuse means they use it too much. Why do you think they do it? And have you, no, do you notice any novel jargon, anything new, right? In your field, in your company, okay? And are you keen on adding? When you're keen on adding means you are, you know, open to, you're willing, willing to to add new jargon, do you want? Pretty much, do you want to add new jargon to your vocabulary? You know, and is it easy to get used to using it? Basically, um, you know, how how difficult is it to start using some of these, uh, you know, this corporate this corporate jargon? Okay, very good. So let's uh, let's join our new partner here. Okay, and. Uh, Great, great, great. All right, so join your partner. All right, so let's see. Uh, Geoffrey, do you wanna ask someone um, a question? Yeah. So maybe Enrico, uh, what are some acronyms that you often use at your workplace? Uh, what do they mean? And do you think it's better to use an acronym instead of a full phrase? Yes, I, use, I usually use uh, some acronyms at uh, work. For example, ASAP, it means uh, as soon as possible, or KPI, Key Performance Indicators, or Yes, uh, think out, out of the box. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes I think it's good to use this kind of uh, words because you can uh, uh, summarize maybe a, a, a concept. Right. Uh, but uh, you have to be sure that everybody understands you. <laughs> So what does uh, think outside the box mean? Uh, try to see things uh, uh, in, a, in a new way. Try to use your creativity, your curiosity to, to find new idea to solve a problem or to reach a goal, for example. Hmm. That's a good idea. That's a good point. Great. Great, great. Perfect. To think in an extraordinary way. Oh, wow. Okay, awesome. Awesome, very good. So Enrico, you want to ask Pavel the next question? Yes. Uh, do you have of your colleagues sometimes overuse corporate jargon? Why do you think they do They do it? I think uh, all people in our agency use it because for us it's a normal. Uh, but sometimes I hate the how we... Uh, change it to the check because uh, I heard some uh, words like uh, 
somebody wants to say this design it looks like cheap and they say cheapovity it's a mutation with check <laughs> and uh, i don't like this kind of uh, words right so they use like czech grammar and they but they use an english word with czech grammar yes yes uh, and make it baby together <laughs> i don't like this kind of it uh, but uh, i think in uh, our uh, business is, is normal it's not kind uh, of pose or something like this it's it's normal for us mm. i see yeah yeah it is it is i think a lot of languages have this you know a lot of countries have the situation right yeah it's in the future all people will speak in english <laughs> yeah it's true Czech english italian english that's <laughs> <Perfect>, right <laughs> that's true that's true that's true great and pavel you can ask um joffrey one of the questions if you want okay uh do you notice any novel jargon in your company or your okay so next one uh, uh there was a question do you think it's better to use the acronym instead of the full phrase mm, yeah i mean i'm not sure about companies i don't have that much experience if it gets the message across but when using acronyms in like messages and Facebook, I think for sure it's uh, better to use acronyms. Like I use uh, thank you, like T-Y a lot or LOL. It's so, it's so much simpler and quicker. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's quick. It's quick. It's just, yeah, it's, it's like a, a tool. Yeah. A language tool, part of like the internet kind of um, yeah. culture. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, or a common acronym we use, I think it's similar for Slovaks and Czechs. We use double J. So JJ means like a yes. That's so common. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Double J is like, like yes, for sure. Of course. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. Good. Yeah. And uh, for me, I've, I'm trying to use the full phrases. In my work uh, because uh, we have a lot uh, of abbreviation mm -hmm. uh, in network industry and uh, I noticed uh, when I tried to use uh, abbreviations uh, it was confusing for the clients because they didn't understand they often ask me what does it mean and some phrases mm -hmm. or abbreviations they could mean uh, they can have uh, different meanings sometimes yeah right. Yeah, so it's important to to understand the other person to have empathy for yes, the other person exactly. to understand are they in the same will they understand will they, yeah okay that's the <laughs> point good good Martin you want to continue mm, yeah sure uh, do you notice any noble jargon in your company or your field yeah I mean the double J is quite new. I think it's two, three years I've seen like a rise in use of that. Mm. And I also saw, like noticed that a lot of English uh, slang is being used a lot. I mean, I use like PLS, like please a lot, even in like Slovak conversations. 
and yeah other slang is also quite used from english which is interesting mm. yeah yeah for example we are using brb be right back right mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly so uh maybe are you keen on adding new words are you interested in kind of building up your corporate speak not very much because I'm trying to avoid to speak uh, in front of my company on a business halls uh, because I'm afraid to speak uh, to 100 uh, employees. And... I see. <laughs> and, and, and Martin, what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I would say so. It's always better to you. So Martin, you said that it's always better to yeah to use the abbreviations and to go with the flow. There are so many like funny videos of uh, sentences getting shorter every decade. Like right. it's so funny to see it. Like what are you doing? What you doing? What chat doing? And it's going like even shorter and shorter. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You see, so some people there's the purists that say no, no language needs to stay you know yeah, within the structure and the exactly. rules and then when the modernists are saying the message is the same so more letters right. is not better it's not like oh wow you can use 20 words if you can use two words and the same thing gets across then why why overcomplicate it right okay very nice very very nice okay so let's let's watch the the next section okay the next section here one minute so basically um so here you're going to hear some metaphors and these metaphors are called you know trim the fat boil the ocean like boil as in make it very very hot where the bubbles come out okay and low hanging fruit like you have apples on a tree and it's a low hanging fruit so what do they have in common what do they mean and what do they have in common and why are metaphors useful in corporate speak so we have a lot of these think outside the box. That's a metaphor. You have a box, but you think outside of the box. So it's a metaphor, you know. Um, and the last one, there's a metaphor, which is very interesting. Move the deck chairs on the Titanic. So, you know, what does this mean? Okay, so let's look at this. Okay, where is it? Okay, let's pull it up. Okay, so about uh one minute to 227 okay so we'll do this and then we'll you know discuss for a couple minutes and then go back for the last one okay so let's watch here according to survey respondents these are the most loathed phrases and the fetch cost cutting but surely the fetch is the best bit boil the ocean is your classic hyperbole, meaning you can't do it. It's impossible. And low-hanging fruit is a metaphor for things that can be done easily. We all use metaphors in all areas of our life. That's how we make sense of abstract concepts and um, complicated notions, right? And the metaphor is also useful when you're trying to communicate negative information or bad news because uh, it presents us with a euphemistic way of encoding that thing that nobody wants to hear. Every industry does it. Recruiters are guilty of looking for a self-starter who can wear many hats and become part of the family. One that I was taught by my husband, actually, is moving the deck chairs on the Titanic, which basically means 
here's a disaster coming and a big problem and no one's got any good solutions to this and everything that's been proposed is not going to work. <laughs> okay, good. So here, join your partner here and try to talk about the metaphors, right? Metaphors and especially these metaphors that they, uh, they mentioned. Okay, so here we can do... Perfect. So join your partner for this. Yeah. All right, Enrico. So I think Frey should be joining right now. Um, but maybe tell me, uh, what do these uh, metaphors have in common? Trim the fat, boil the ocean, and low-hanging fruit. But for example, boil the ocean, it means that uh, we are trying to do something impossible. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, boil the ocean. That's a good one. What about the low-hanging fruit? Do you know that one? Uh, no, I don't understand the meaning. So um, let's say when, when there's a tree with apples and the one that's low-hanging, the one that's close for you to grab. Ah, Okay when something is very easy to do right Low okay fruit it's easy it's easy to you don't have to go on top of the tree to get the apple you just grab it ah okay no. david i had some issues with joining it was taking too long and i don't know why Ooh, yeah no worries no worries yeah i noticed that too uh and it still shows here that you haven't joined but it's okay it's probably maybe the maybe zoom or maybe the network yeah. I don't know, maybe a firewall or something. I don't know. Um, but maybe, maybe, uh, fairy tell us about you know trim the fat. What does that mean? Uh, I think uh, she mentioned to it leads to cost saving. Right. I think is is that true? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, to cost saving to reduce the costs or uh, okay. cut the fat. So we need to you know lay some people off, spend less, cut. You know, you know, trim the fat. Trim the fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so Enrico, why are metaphors useful? Because, for example, you can uh, express uh, what you think in a fast way. Mm, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And anything else, uh, Ferry? Uh, I think metaphors can be useful when. When you need to say some negative uh, phrases or words or your experience, and you can say in metaphors, uh, which is uh, nicely said, I think, to the people. Right. Yeah, you can say bad news, you know. Also, you can, uh, you can make sense of abstract concepts. So something that's ab very abstract you know, you can just use a metaphor to make it simple for people to understand. Mm -hmm. Illustrate yeah. to show it. Okay, good. And maybe um, maybe discuss this last one. I'll check in with the other group. Okay. Uh, one more minute. So for sure. <laughs> I think sometimes it's better to be more strict. <laughs> no metaphors. <laughs> you don't like metaphors. I love metaphors in the music, uh, but I don't like metaphors uh, in the business. 
because for me it's the kind of cover up your uh, uh, real real yourself. <laughs> mm, yeah. Some people uh, 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 talking in the metaphors because they don't maybe they are scared to say the truth sometimes and uh, uh, for me in the business uh, was better to say the truth how the things uh, where the things are really is and it but uh, I think it's the check mind right better to, to say to tell the truth and be direct yes yes mm -hmm. strict. Uh, it, it's the our mindset Pavel, did you want to say something about your mindset? Uh, I think it's the mindset of my country or maybe in Slovak too. Uh, it's to be strict, not cover on uh, behind the metaphors because uh, it, it's better to you to be strict because uh, your partner, business partner, know where he is uh, and he could make a better decision if... Mm. But when you speak in the metaphor, so I'm not sure if we are uh, uh, like uh, Titanic or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, it can be confusing sometimes. Yeah. Right? And it's some people prefer the direct, the direct way of communication. Okay, so let's look at this. Okay, about one more minute. Okay, and let's see. You're in a safe space, Jackie. No corporate speak around here, I promise. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think I have the bandwidth to really circle back. I don't mind the language so much. It's just the people who use it because inevitably they're people you've asked a really simple question to and they're trying to confuse you and not answer the question by using these... <laughs> mealy mouth phrases yeah it's not for me like i especially hate when people say learnings like what learnings can we take from this <laughs> could you just say like what did we learn or something like <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to get rid of some phrases i think that sort of makes room for other new organic uh, or language to kind of mm. grow and develop like one that i introduced legitimately to the project office was bajiggity like <laughs> yes that just makes me feel a bit bajiggity. Yeah. <laughs> and legitimately, my boss started using it, and now it's just kind of like a word that we say around here when we don't think something feels good. Try it on for size, New Zealand. Bajiggity, <laughs> you hit here first. <laughs> okay, good. So here, to finish our last one, look at this right here. Okay. You know, do you agree or disagree with these, with these uh, sentences? That people who use corporate speak can be annoying? by giving answers that are too vague or too complicated, okay? Do you think it's necessary to make new, to, you know, to create new jargon pretty much? Or do you think, you know, yeah, do you think that getting rid, so eliminating some jargon, you know, that we use right now could uh, allow us to, you know, to, to have new phrases enter the workplace in a more organic way? Like what they say, like some people start using this and then it's organic people, more people use it, right? Instead of everyone repeating the same corporate speak in every company all around the world, you know, it's the same, the same expressions. So talk about this here with your, uh, with your partner. 
Okay, and um, and uh, we'll finish with that. Okay, so a few minutes. Okay, so uh, let's see. Maybe um, maybe Enrico, do you think that people who use corporate speak too much can be annoying? Like giving answers that are too vague or complicating, overcomplicating the answers? I think that it's depend on the situation because uh, it's not annoying when you use uh, uh, a corporate speak to simplify your idea. But when you have one, but when you uh, force when something, uh, it's it's unnecessary in my opinion. I see. Uh, it's good you, you if you can uh, uh, create a clear communication in a business mm -hmm. context and simplify or maybe uh, make funny something uh but uh the overuse is always uh, uh worst right. right 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 yeah 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 that's a good point and and martin what do you think mm, i think it's appropriate for the workplace but yeah sometimes it depends on how much um corporate speak like how complicated it is like how complex the person is talking but yeah i think it's appropriate yeah i think yeah. okay great and what about the next one do you think we should uh you know make efforts right focused efforts to introduce new jargon you know or do you or do you think mm, it's just to i think it yeah i think it will like come naturally and will resolve by itself so we shouldn't do any focused effort really we shouldn't force it right okay great great so continue maybe one more minute okay mm -hmm. so enrico you could do the next one yeah and i think uh if i imagine myself uh, speaking with ceo uh, i think if i had a one-to-one -one call uh, he would use uh straight phrases that I could be easy to understand. That's the, the difference. Yeah, because we you are just two. Yeah. Yeah, there's no to hide. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's uh, so good if you uh, are not native speaker in English and your boss uh, is uh, has a different uh, uh, language than you. And you don't know that uh, metaphors. You you have to speak so directly, and yes. it's so productive. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. And uh, Geoffrey, do you think we should introduce new jargon? Not uh, not necessarily. Hey, Geoffrey, did you want to finish your your sentence? Said not necessarily. We shouldn't necessarily introduce new jargon. Yeah, in fact, uh, it depends on the situation, of course, but um, it depends on the jargon too. Uh, if it's just to, if it's just buzzword, uh, I don't know. 
uh, no, it's not not really interesting. But uh, it's if it's something uh, describing I don't know for my case, for example, you you told you talked about uh, AI earlier. If uh, there is a new way to work or new things in your field, uh, you need to include new jargon in your in your vocabulary. Awesome. Very good, everyone. So good job here. If you want to go deeper, if you want to, you know, drill down, if you want to drill down on it, you can uh, do page three or four and you'll get some extra, mm, you know, extra you know, work on this. But I think we covered the main ideas. Any questions before we finish? No? Good. No. Awesome, everyone. Good lesson today. Okay. And uh, have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.